Um, all right, welcome to the Ozark Podcast. We're trying some new software, so uh, yeah, hopefully this doesn't suck as much. Uh, what's good, Gabe? Uh, it's Sean, man. Uh, it's June 6th, middle of the NBA Finals. Uh, we're a little late. We've been gone for a little bit, but it's summer. You know, we're disconnecting, and there's less to gamble on. So Yeah, summer break. Can't blame us. Summer break. Um, yeah, we haven't really been dropping episodes. And then we recorded that last episode. I'm going to be totally honest. I, I just forgot to uh, release it. Um, it was also the one where <laughs> I think we got um, cut off like three different times. Oh, yeah. That would have been a pain. So, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. The lost tapes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of two. or Yeah, one of two now. Um, yeah. We got that other one from March Madness. That's just a kind of a shit show. But... Anyways, uh, we're back, um, heading into game three of the NBA finals. Um, yeah, the Nuggets kind of choked, uh, the Heat did their thing where they became the best team in the NBA in just the fourth quarter of just these playoffs and the Nuggets couldn't find an answer behind Jokic putting up 41 points. Um, yeah, so why don't we, um, talk about any bets that we like for game three, and then maybe talk about the series angle, um, and that's probably the show for today. Yeah, um, to be honest, I've barely bet on the finals. Um, I just haven't really had a good read on either the first two games. I think game one, I sprinkled a little bit on the heat spread money line, and that was like a half unit, quarter unit on the money line, smaller than I usually do, especially for playoffs. Uh, game two, I just didn't touch it at all, but I think I was leaning towards heat again. I just didn't have the guts to play it because, I don't know, I... I just like everyone else thought like this year is just the Nuggets to win. Um, I think I saw you live bet them though, like in the middle of the third quarter, and that was kind of like I saw that notification. I was like, okay, I really like that, but I still couldn't get myself to pull the trigger on it, and that ended up being the right move. Um, but going into Game Three now, we have the the line is Nuggets favored by minus two. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't have anything placed yet. Um, but I still feel like this series is the Nuggets. Um, and I guess that's reflected in the series odds. So like minus 200 and something. So, um, But I feel like I've seen you already play something for this game three. So I'll hand it off to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so yeah, to your point, I took uh, the Nuggets. Um, well, okay. So before the game even started in that last game, um, I did a little... Uh, Jimmy Butler over 25 and a half points, and he just like didn't do shit. Um, I also took the over in that game, just the full, full game over, um, which hit. Um, and then yeah, I took Heat live, um, at plus 11 and a half. I think I grabbed that like in the second quarter, third quarter. Um, just because we know what we've been, we like, we, we've seen them do this, um, I probably should have sprinkled the money line there too, but I was just happy with uh, making a unit on the live spread. And then I took Denver also when they were down before they before Jokic had that crazy third quarter. Um, uh, actually, no, I think I took that. This act was like at the beginning of the fourth. I don't remember when I played this, to be honest, but I took them at plus 430 live. And uh, then I was just sweating that last play. Uh, when for whatever reason Michael Malone didn't call that timeout, um, but yeah, so that was a ended up being a small small up day. I think I was up like eight tenths of a unit, which is 
you know, we'll take any any W. But yeah, for this upcoming game, I got Denver uh, just to win the first quarter. So minus a half on the quarter. Um, that's a two-unit play for me. And the thought process there is like um, Denver has <clears throat> basically just plays Jokic for the entire first quarter. And then um, with the rotation, they'll start to like kind of move some guys um, around him out and shift some of the uh, bench players in kind of towards the end of the first quarter. But Jokic gets that entire first quarter. And I think Denver hasn't really been challenged so far. Like, I mean, um, you know, like Phoenix stole a couple games from them, but I feel like this was the big first, like, kind of hit in the face that um, they've kind of gone through this this postseason. So I feel like they've also seen what Miami had to offer. Like, Miami did a bunch of weird shit with, like, bringing, like, Naismith out and bringing Kevin Love out, benching Caleb Martin. So, like, they're kind of doing everything. And I think uh, this Nuggets team is going to be able to, with a couple days rest, kind of figure that out and come out pretty strong in the first quarter. Um I'm also basically using this as a way to then get some kind of leverage. Should they not win the first quarter, then I'll probably go ahead and play them live um, just because I think Denver is going to win this one. I think this might be like a, bit of a zigzag series, um, and this is the zigzag spot. So not too much like analysis behind everything else that I just said, that's, but that's kind of that's what I got. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen Denver get down in a series yet, right? We saw after four games, they were tied with Phoenix. Um, but, like, going to Miami, right, this could be the chance. But I think I agree with you. I think, like, in game two, we saw, like, that was kind of Miami's, like, offensive ceiling, really, in the playoffs. They shot, like, fucking 48% from three. Um, and it was, like, 111 points, and they only won that game by, like, three. Then uh, Denver had a chance to steal that at the end, too. Um like, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, we've been saying this with Miami, you know, every game, but I, I really feel like against like Denver too, like we're going to see that offense look a little bit better. And I, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if Miami got swept in both games at home, but uh, I just wouldn't, I'd be more shocked to think if this series is three, one, you know, after game four um, in favor of Miami. So, um Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense playing the first quarter. Um, I don't know. I still don't know if I'm going to be placing a bet, to be honest. I feel like I would try to just be taking like a Miami team total under just to see, like, right, like maybe their offensive production comes down a little bit, just shooting the lights out. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I just, um, the only reason I would stay away from that is just because I don't think Denver's defense has been all that good um yeah and what i'm thinking here is that denver's offense is really gonna light shit up um so i kind of like the denver team total over two i think i saw it at like 110 um yeah so i just i do worry about denver's defense a little bit um but i think the offense should should cruise here um but yeah, I don't know, man. I this it is kind of a tough series, um, and like you just kind of got to pick your spots and feel relatively confident in them. And so that's why I I feel good about Denver winning this game, and that's why I really like the ability to get that first quarter exposure. And if that goes haywire, then I'll probably not unload, but take a meaningful portion uh, or mean, meaningful bet on Denver to to win the game. Um, 
Yeah. I kind of like the over again here um, at 214.5, but that's something that um, I saw a trend that uh, first half unders in these finals games are pretty profitable. I think like 70% um, against the total again uh, going under. So I'm kind of inclined to just wait and see if I can get a better number there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's not a strong, strong lean. Um, but yeah, like I said, the only other lean that I have here is Denver team total over. So, uh, but I'm probably not going to play that because I already have the Denver exposure. Uh, oh damn, it sounded 108 and a half though for what that's worth. Yeah, I guess my concern with the Denver team total over is that like it's not like the Nuggets offense has had that like many issues, right? Thus far, like I feel like what's been killing them is just like defensive lapses and stretches, but it just you know, give up quick runs. But like offensively, they still haven't hit those numbers in their first two games in Denver, right? And I, I just feel like it's it's tough trying to get that same number in Miami, though. But um, and it's not like you can look at like shooting splits to say like, all right, this is like um, a point where Denver could bounce back with, um, you know? Yeah, like it didn't look like they really underperformed their numbers that much. Yeah, yeah, that's that's valid. Um, the one thing that is interesting is that on the road, the Nuggets are actually have a better offensive rating than they do at home in in the playoffs so far. Um, hmm. They have a one twenty um, offensive rating on the road in the playoffs uh, compared to a. Um, sorry, just pulling it up now. Uh, one eighteen, so not that much better. Um, but like. Yeah, I feel like that might be noise, though, or like, I don't know. You add twenty more playoff games, and those numbers turn around. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think the thing that I do like, though, um, yeah, I guess, I guess so. So we'll see. I'm, a, I'm not. That's more of like a a lean and maybe like a small play than it is um, how good I feel about the first quarter because this mm-hmm. team has just been electric in the first quarter. And I think they kind of saw everything that Miami has to throw at them, at least in this point in the series. So that's where I'm kind of feeling good about that. Um, But yeah. um, And then as far as the series itself goes, um, like we talked about, I'm I'm locked into some profit here because of my 16 to one Nuggets championship ticket that I took back in January. And then my three to one heat, uh, ticket that I took when they uh, took that lead, the 3-0 lead on the Celtics. So I'm locked into, I think, either 10 or 13 units of profit on the series itself. So I'm probably not going to play anything. But I do think it's interesting that you can get the Nugs. um, I think it's minus one and a half um, on the series spread at plus money. So I don't know. Does that interest you at all? Or how do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's saying that Miami Miami's going to blow these two home games, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it probably makes sense to just play individually, you know? Uh, I don't know. I feel like this, like what we saw at game two, right? This Miami team, like, they're a tough opponent. I mean, clearly they're not the favorites, and we're seeing the odds, but I just wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes seven, it goes six. Um, but I guess with six, you cash the bet. But I don't know. I I, I wouldn't really want to bet against Miami just like that you know uh. yeah that's um that's sort of how I'm feeling too it's like 
I just really don't want that <laughs> exposure. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. And, um, and like, it feels like, I don't know, Denver, you know, they do fall asleep in like these stretches. And we've seen back to back games now where like defensively um, in the second half, they're just like not locked in all the way. And I feel like this spot in like game three, maybe especially early, is a good way to bet on them. But I wouldn't be surprised if we keep seeing that in the series, you know? And like, it, it, I feel like the media kind of overhypes it more. That like the Heat is more battle tested than Denver, even though, I mean, we've seen um, Denver in the playoffs over the last few years. They've had a couple deeper runs too, but not in the finals, I guess, too. And this could look like, I mean, I don't want to give the Heat like, I'm not comparing them to the Warriors, right? But it could look like the Warriors-Celtics we saw last year, right? Where the Celtics were clearly, like, they were the better team on paper. But it, it was just, was they weren't ready to be there, you know? Um, and we saw, like, Tatum's playoff issues where the team just loses their identity late in games. Um, like, I don't know. Is Denver's defense going to step up and be enough to stop this Heat team that um, has too much experience and is ready beating a couple of the best teams in the league? Um I don't know. I don't think it's like a a lock that Denver wins this series, but uh, they're the favorites for a reason, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I feel better about it. <clears throat> um, that last, like the example that you used from last year, I just feel a little bit differently about this Denver team <clears throat> than I do the Celtics. Like the, I, I trust Jokic a lot more than I trust Tatum. Um, so, but I get what you're saying though, where it's like, you just have a team that has playoff experience, um, like the Heat, uh, you know, like the Warriors did, and you have a team, yeah, that knows how to show up and just steal games. And like, it's part of the reason I'm not touching the series spread. Um, just also, be, like I said, I already have exposure to both these teams winning, so I just don't really need anything. But um, yeah, it is it is interesting. Um, and yeah, to your point about picking your spots like that's what makes this hard is like i don't think miami loses both of these games but i don't know which one they're gonna win (laughs) um yeah and that's why like i think i believe in this bounce back spot for denver um but it's also why like if the first quarter doesn't hit tomorrow i'm gonna probably kind of like slowly wade into getting denver exposure throughout the game because i could definitely see a reality in which Miami takes tomorrow. I mean, like they're going back to their house with home court advantage now and essentially proof of concept for how you beat this team, which is like, you can let Jokic score as much as he wants, really. Like all you have to do is just make sure you're hitting your threes. Um, The thing is where I do think a couple of things are going to regress in Denver's favor is I don't think like Michael Porter Jr. had a pretty terrible game. Um, Kentavious Caldwell Pope uh, had a fine offensive game, but defensively, probably like one of the worst games of this playoffs. Um, like multiple fouls on three point shots. I think he fouled out of the game, which like you just don't really see too often in like a not overtime game in the NBA. Um, and yeah, I just kind of think that like we're going to start to see that the Nuggets are going to realize like Jokic obviously can put up 40. That might not mean that we win, but like we need uh, other people to show up too. And like even Jamal Murray had a pretty quiet game as far as his standards. So um I think like I I, I like the, the Nuggets here. Um and then I probably if the Nuggets do win, I'll be all over 
Miami to win that next one. Um, so that's kind of where I think I'm going with this. But I definitely agree. I don't I don't really like that minus one and a half, even at plus money. Um, even if I have mm-hmm. futures exposure here. Yeah. <clears throat> nice man. Um anything else that we should uh we should cover for our this little game three halfway through the series or quarter way through the series preview? Um I think that's it, but I think like for live betting, I think I'm just gonna well yeah, I don't think I'm going into game three with anybody anything, but I think I'm just gonna live bet either the Heath Nuggets, whatever big nut money like uh odds we can get. Because we've seen like multiple times of game two and game ones where nothing in game one, but in game two multiple times where both teams went on double digit runs, swapping leads um throughout the game. And I feel like we can see that continue throughout the series. Um if Denver, you know, starts out hot like you think in the first quarter probably get a chance to get Miami like even live betting them in the second or in the first half or something to see how they come out in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm just going to bet, you know, on the zigzag throughout the game. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, which actually reminded me of something. Um, another reason why I, I feel pretty confident about the nuggets looking pretty good here tomorrow and uh, about them generally in the series is like, Yesterday we saw, or two days ago we saw Max Struess in the first quarter, then we saw Duncan Robinson go crazy in the second quarter, and then it was Gabe Vincent in the fourth quarter. And like, yeah, I just wonder how many more times that's going to happen. You know, like how many more times can you just get these like sort of random players to just pop in a quarter? Like that feels like that is ripe for variance. Um, but I know, but we've been saying that for weeks, man. Right? I know. I know. It does feel like like eventually it's gonna bite them in the ass, but like I will say, game two for sure. If you look at the numbers, right, and the performance too, that was even like a an overperformance, even considering how Miami has been like you know the best three point shooting offense just in the playoffs. Like shooting fifty percent is a little too much. Um, like when they're overperforming average like forty or something. So, but I mean, hey, if they don't make one of those extra threes from fucking duncan robinson like it's a tie game you know right that's like how games swing um but hey we also haven't seen a caleb martin game right yeah in the finals so uh, <laughs> yeah. they got more guys tyler hero he's coming back soon right yep yep shout out uh jack harlow um yeah so we'll see man i don't know it is scary i just i don't understand this team and then also to that point like their two best players haven't done shit like jimmy butler and bam have been just I mean, Jimmy's basically been absent. Like, 20 points is still 20 points. But, like, I mean, you have to imagine, like, if there's anything left in the tank for him, he's probably going to have a couple crazy games, too. So, yeah. If- I don't know if there is, honestly. I think offensively, if you look at his numbers, they haven't been that good since, like, the Bucks series, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet um, since he got that injury in New York. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a real turning point for him offensively. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm mean, still here. Yeah, still here. Just fucking crazy, this team, man. Um, all right. Well, I'm already uh, thinking about NFL season. Um, keep a little list of notes for things that I'm 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 liking. Um, I remember when we talked about this uh, a little bit ago. Um. You were talking about Green Bay, and I wasn't quite on that train, but the more I've been thinking about it, I think the more I like it. Uh, Hell yeah. 
I might not like dabble with win totals or anything. Um, I think where where I'm going to put my money is just on that long shot for them to win the North. Um, yeah, I agree. At four to one, that just feels too goddamn juicy, given how much uh, variance that I think we could see in the North. So um, we can get yeah. more into that maybe on a futures episode uh, in a couple of weeks when there's really nothing for us to be talking about. But um, yeah, I'm already I'm already getting so ready for the NFL, man. I just can't wait. Yeah, me too. I'm ready to get those futures episodes out there. Um, yes, sir. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for us for today. Hopefully, we'll be back for another episode before game four. Um, and yeah, let's go, Nugs. <laughs>